right, good morning. That was okay. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone today? Good. Thanks for being here. So um, as Travis mentioned, we are Michael and Latasha Crawford. Um, we're happy to be here this morning. Uh, we've been married for what will be 10 years this upcoming June. So we're coming up on our 10-year anniversary. Um, we have two beautiful children, a six-year-old girl and a four-year-old boy. Um, we've been coming to Grace since 2014. Uh, joining this church is one of the best decisions I would say that we have ever made. Um, we've grown spiritually, relationally. Our marriage has grown. Uh, we met some awesome people. Good to see so many familiar faces. And so, yeah, we, we love this church. We love the, um, the people here. Um, and we actually did re-engage earlier this year. And going through re-engage was one of the best things uh, for our marriage. And so uh, we appreciate it, and we thank Travis and his team and Rochelle for putting this on every year, and it's such a blessing. And so as we looked at the topic that we have today, uh, diligence and completion, we thought, well, there's a topic that we've really roller coastered through a lot. Um, I mean, there's been times where we do it well, and then there's been times and seasons where we don't do it so well. And then there's been some times where I would say where we just completely don't, <laughs> don't do it at all. Uh, it seems like we don't complete anything. We're not diligent with things. Um, but God is still gracious to us. Um, so as we talk today and as we present, um, please know that we're not the experts on this topic. Um, we've just learned a lot of lessons the hard way. Um, so I think before we actually get into diligence and completion in the context of marriage, I think it would be helpful to actually invite you into our home and take a, just a second and think about and look at what is diligence and complete, what does it look like when we are and when we are not diligent and complete in the Crawford home? So Tasha, you want to talk a little about that? Good morning, everyone. Um, so as Michael mentioned, we have a four-year-old boy who's awesome, but very active. And we have, and he's, Still sometimes does not sleep through the night, and he um, is high energy. And um, we have a six-year-old girl who's just mellow, and we had her, and we were like, yes, let's have more kids. And we had him, and we're like, whoa, this is, this is real. <laughs> um, and Michael and I both work full-time, and so um, the demands of work full-time as well as trying to balance our home um, our, our daughter's in first grade, our son is in pre-K, and, you know, trying to do their schedules and not miss what they're supposed to be doing and sending their folders back to school and completing our work assignments that often, you know, go past the actual work hours. It's difficult, but when we do it well, that looks like having our quiet time um, really being obedient and getting up early um, because that seems, or staying up late because that seems to be the only times where we can really have some quiet time <laughs> um, to get things done. Um, and then also just stand on top of things and not letting them build up, build up. So washing the dishes right away or, you know, getting things picked up right away versus like just relaxing and surfing Facebook. Um, so when we, when we do it well, I feel like our home is balanced. I feel like our kids don't feel as rushed. We don't feel as stressed and burnt out. But when we 
don't do it well, I feel like there's a lot of anxiety and stress and we just don't feel like we're measuring up. And um, I, I think that there are definitely tips and, and biblical, from a biblical sense, things that God gives us that can keep us more balanced um, so that we can be more effective um, and diligent and persistent on a consistent basis. All right, thank you. So I want to talk briefly about what is diligence and completion uh, within the context of marriage. And there's, <clears throat> when you have a chance, there's two verses that I want to uh, point you to. We won't read them now, but I want, uh, right now, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. So Colossians 3, 23, that talks about doing things uh, as if you're working unto the Lord, not for man. Uh, and the other verse um, is Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. This is actually one of my favorite verses. That gives a really good um, parable of an ant and how an ant really has no overseer or no one looking down on it to tell it what to do, but it still does what it needs to do um, when it should be doing. So consider those two verses. Read those this evening with your spouse. And so when you look at, look at this, I think the first thing about diligence and completion is that it's a mindset. Um, it's not necessarily what you do. It, it, is, it is a mindset, a mindset of excellence, not just towards your spouse or towards yourself, but towards God. Um, as, as believers, we, all, we are called to a higher standard, and we should understand that everything that we do, we should have an, a mindset of wanting to do our best at things, um, not exhausting ourselves, but really wanting to take pride and do our best in things. Um, number two, it's, a, it's correct priorities. Um, there's going to be a lot of pulls and demands on time, and there's going to be a lot of times where we are just going to have to simply sit down and reprioritize and say, okay, what's important right now and what's not important right now? Uh, it's good time management. Uh, I think we can all say that we all wish we had more time in the day. Um, but with the time that we have been given, we cannot complete everything that we want to do that day. So what can we do with the time that we have? Um, it's proper boundaries. Um, like we said, there's going to be a lot of pulls. Um, everyone's going to be uh, asking you to do things. Uh, you have a lot of demands on your times. I think one of the biggest things in terms of diligence and completion is being comfortable, and I'm still working on this myself, is being comfortable with saying no uh, to some things. There are some things that we'll just have to say no to and be okay with that. We, we cannot please everyone. Um, if we're going to have a healthy marriage, if we're going to have a healthy household, if we're going to have a healthy relationship with God, there's simply some things that we'll have to say no to. Uh, it's a perseverant, stick-to-it attitude is what I like to call it. Um, there, just to be honest, there will be times when, you know, we're tired. We really don't want to do something. Um, you come in after a long day of work. You still have to get the kids fed. You have to get them bathed. You have to get them down. And you still have other things to do. Instead of surfing Facebook or doing whatever it is, stick to it and, and really say, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to do this with that perseverant attitude. And the last one I would say is that uh, being diligent and complete is honoring and pleasing to God because he likes it when we are diligent and complete or likes it when we're good stewards with the time that he's given us. Um, so I want to talk briefly about what diligence and completion is not. Number one, I think it's not your identity. It's so easy, especially in our, our culture, it's so easy to get caught up in uh, our identity is wrapped up in who we are. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're consumed with our work. This is what I do. This is who I am. This is who I am. But 
when you really think about it, God, we cannot do enough. You can never impress God with how much you do. God is never impressed with all the things that we got checked off of our to-do list that day. Instead, God already accepts us and is pleased with us. And what we do flows from who we are. But we don't do things simply because we're trying to find our identity in those things. And I think we can take a lot of pressure off ourselves because so often we can find ourselves getting wrapped up in, I have to do this, I have to do this, I have to complete all these things to feel like I had a productive day, I had a successful day, when sometimes God might be calling us to do less. Um, so I, I want to encourage diligence and completion is not your identity. And also, I wrote this down, diligence and completion is not an opportunity to boast or brag about how diligent you are. Uh, if you think about how our society is going, doesn't it seem like it's becoming more and more popular to brag about how busy we are? Or to brag about, you know, you ask someone, how are you doing? Oh, so busy, busy, busy. You know, I'm just busy. And, you know, you just, it, it seems like we're becoming more prideful in how busy we are or how much we can get, how much we got done that day. Um, but diligence and completion, that, that's, that's not what Jesus, he does not want us to, to exhaust ourselves um, to the point to where we, we're just so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Sometimes, remember, he's calling us to be more diligent by actually doing less. That makes sense? Yeah. All right. Um, so, Tasha, do you want to talk about why this is important to God? Um, I think this is important for, to, to God because it's a... Uh, Biblically speaking, I think it's all throughout scripture that as believers and as Christians, God calls us to a higher standard than he does the world. Because I think we bear his name and people are looking at us uh, to kind of point out what we're not doing. And so God says in everything that we do, do it with the spirit of excellence and do it as if you're doing it for me. And Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, um, Do you see a person skilled in his work? He will stand in the presence of kings. He will not stand in the presence of the unknown. That basically says when we are persistent and we're diligent, um, God will elevate us to places that man cannot. And I think sometimes if you work out of your own heart and you're trying to do things out of your own ambition, um, you'll find that you're just on this constant will. And when we do things the way God has told us to do things and when we take our instructions and our mandates from him, we really can accomplish everything he's called us to. The difference is, did you call yourself to it or did God call you to it? And as a married person, um, God has called you to be a wife. And for the men, God has called you to be a husband. So that's a priority. As a parent, God has called you to train up your children in the way that he desires them to go. That's a priority. There's a lot of good things. There's a, you know, leading ministries or being in social groups or serving the community. Those are all good, but we have to prioritize the things God has called us to, not necessarily the things that we want to do. And if you look at David and the life of David, when David was young, God called him to be a shepherd boy. And because he worked with diligence and persistence, which means simply to do it every day. Not like sometimes, not like 
you know, during this season, God calls us to be consistent all the time. And that's, that's, the, that's the goal. That's the aim. That's the desire that God wants for us because he wants us healthy. And if we'll do that, that checks our, that keeps our mental health in balance. It keeps our spiritual health in balance. It keeps our homes in balances and our marriage and our children balance if we just seek God first. But David, he had these tasks of being a shepherd boy, but he was doing it so well. And the world kind of wasn't seeing what he was doing as even his own father really wasn't seeing what he was doing as significant. But God was and God raised him up in his timing. And if we do that, even on our jobs or in our marriages, it may not seem like we're getting far in our in the worldly perspective. We may not have the big home or the nice cars or the vacations, but in God's timing, we'll have so much more. And that is priceless. And so um, the reason why this is so important is because God wants us to be healthy and he wants us to be able to serve his people and to be able to pour into others. And the only way to do that is to continue to work in a spirit of excellence and doing what he's called us to do um, by being obedient on a consistent basis. All right. And so I think we'd, um, like, like when I said at the beginning, we are by no means experts. We're continually reminded that we need to um, depend on God in this area. But we do just want to share a few tips and strategies that we've learned along the way in our almost 10 years of, um, of marriage for being diligent and being complete. So do you want to share? I think the first tip is to be obedient to what God has told you to do. Um, for me, sometimes that's like God is like, all right, you need to get up at 4.30 to do your quiet time. And sometimes I'm literally negotiating. He wakes me up and I'm like, well, God, can I have 30 more minutes? And then I'm going to get up and do it. Or he's like, all right, get up and go to the gym. And I'm like, well, I'll just go after work, which most of the time means I won't go. Um, <laughs> but when he puts those things in our heart and in our spirit, we need to obey. And so when I do get up and do it, I'm like, oh, you know, he'll speak things to you. He'll tell you, you know, pray over your son today or pray over your husband or pray for this person or send this person a text. Things that you can hear in the spiritual realm that you can't hear in the physical. And the only way that you can do that is by spending time with him. So I think the first thing is to just be obedient. I think the second thing is to manage your energy and your time. If you know you have big projects or things to do, um, find out the time where you have the highest energy. You know, I'm kind of more high energy in the morning when I first wake up, and sometimes I mellow out in the middle of the day, and then sometimes I'll gain some more energy really, really late at night <laughs> after I take a nap. Um, so you have to know when you are the most focused because you don't want to try to handle those big tasks when you're just not clear-minded and then you have typos and you're just not doing things well at all. Um, be aware of distractions. Oh, my gosh. Distractions are everywhere. They can even be with your kids. Like, I was trying to listen to a sermon this morning and my sweet son came down and was like, Mom, what you're watching is boring. Can I just watch my show? And I'm like, 
I am watching a sermon here. You could like come and sit and watch too. I think that will be helpful for you. But you know, like our even our kids can try to pull us away from doing things that God wants us to do. So just be aware of those distractions. Or if you're just like, I'm gonna quickly browse my Facebook or watch this YouTube clip or whatever. If it's not what you're supposed to be doing at that time, it's a distraction. Delegate when possible. You cannot do everything. So sometimes you gotta say no. For me, I'm starting to like teach my kids at four and six. I was working with the six year old, like this is how you wash laundry. Come on, let's learn. Um, <laughs> because you have to not try to take on everything. It's impossible. So if there's a task you can delegate or a babysitter you can hire or a house cleaner, do those things when you can um, to take some things off of yourself. Um, and do the hard stuff first. Sometimes we like to check off all these easy things <laughs> and we still have the really hard stuff. Do the hard stuff first, you know, and I, I'm famous at that. I'm like, well, I'll just clean up and I'll just wash the dishes and I'll just do this and this and this. But God really needed me to do that, and I just keep putting it on the back burner because I don't want to deal with it. Do the hard stuff first, and I think if you can continuously do that, your marriage will be healthy, you'll be healthy, and you'll feel good because when we don't do that, you know, he feels short on time because I'm just, like, so focused on doing all these things that, like, I barely said a good hello or gave him a good hug. Um, the kids are like, Mom, why are you rushing us? Why are we always rushing? I'm like, Harry, get out the door. Come on, we're going to be late. Um, so sometimes it, it means pulling away. And like Michael said, at one time, Michael had, like, four or five jobs. Like, so literally, like, he was teaching at four different gyms and being a professor and being a pastor and... He had to realize, like, okay, those are good things, and he felt good, but, like, it caused him to be away a lot and, you know, at night to teach classes, and so then the kids don't have. So you have to sometimes say, all right, yeah, you get a small gain here, but is it a real eternal gain, and, and what is it taking away from what God has called you to? So that's what we have. Um, that's a brief kind of snapshot of of some of the lessons that we've learned uh, over the past almost 10 years, and uh, we do. We just uh, continually um, work to ask God for grace in our marriage because uh, we, we're not perfect, um, but we do serve a perfect God. You know, our marriage, no marriage is perfect, but we do try to keep Jesus in our marriage, and that's the only way that we know marriages stay together, and we stay together through parenting and uh, the different things. So, uh, yeah, we thank you for having us, and um, all right.